Welcome to another edition of Clear Talk. Again, today, I'm very happy to have Joel Harris, president of Solutions 360 with me. Hey, Joel. Hey, Brad. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for joining us today. So we've seen a lot of movement in our industry, and I know you personally have been involved with some of it, of acquisitions. Uh, so I've got a lot of questions around this, and I was hoping you spend a little time with me today to kind of in enlighten me on some of the subject. The first thing um, that I'd like to ask about is this idea of exit versus succession. You know, if, if I'm an integration firm owner and I'm not sure, or maybe I do have an idea of where I want to go, how do I manage the business differently depending on which path I'm taking? That's a great question. Thanks for asking me that because to me, there's absolutely no difference in how I run my business to maximize the value of that business, regardless of what I'm planning, whether I'm planning for an exit a year, three years, five years from now, or if I'm planning on succession, or if I'm planning on keeping and running the business for a long time. The activities we do to drive the value of our business are exactly the same. And we'll talk about that as you ask your questions about what those drivers are. Great. Thanks. So I would say it's fairly common in um, many industries when somebody, an entrepreneur creates a business and they run it for many years they probably have an unrealistic idea of what that business is worth to somebody else. What would you say about that? That's been my experience as I have personally uh, gone out and sourced deals and, and created deals. Uh, often people don't know what the, their business value is. So we would encourage, I would encourage you to begin to be conversant on it and, and ask more than your neighbor um, because there are different values for different business structures. And so it's important to begin to understand just as in our home, in our homes, in our personal life, we kind of know what our home value is worth. And we know that if I'm in a more high priced neighborhood, the house is going to be worth more than if I'm in a lower priced neighborhood. And we have to understand kind of the drivers of our business. And I would separate it into two. There's external drivers that I don't control and there's internal drivers that I do control. External drivers I don't control is the type of business I'm in. If I'm in a software development business, I'm going to have a different valuation than if I'm a labor business, a consulting business or some other type of business. I don't control whether the market is hot at that point or time. There are times in our integration business, the exact same firm 10 years ago might have sold for a four multiple of earnings and now might sell for a six or after COVID might sell for a three. So market timing has a lot to do with the valuation of the bill of the of, of the business. And lastly, probably something that most people don't understand is interest rates drive and availability of bank financing drive value of deals way more than people think they actually do. So your business. What you, what you control internally is the only thing you can really focus on. And that's what I'd like to talk about today is what are those drivers that people can control, for, but they need to be aware that even if they control it, that's not a guarantee of what the offer they will get when they decide to sell it because it is affected by external market factors. Well, that's a great question. We're talking about the integration space. Um, the typical integration firm is dealing with technology. Um, they have um, engineering. They have a, a delivery and installation mechanism. They usually have a service or, and hopefully some recurring revenue. So what do I do in that kind of environment to drive the most value for my business? There are three or four levers that uh, an investor is going to look to, or whether it's just strategic or financial in investor. And number one is, is we're going to look at what is the size of the earnings 
So the profitability that you earn drives valuation. That's why often people use something called a multiple of EBITDA, earnings before interest appreciation and amortization, because that represents the cash flow. And what I want to know is not how much cash you've taken out of the business in the, in the past. What I have to know as an investor is how much cash is that business going to generate for me in the, in the future. And while past performance is not a great indicator of future results, it's the best one I have. And so I have to measure your business based on the cash that you're generating out of your business. I don't care about your customers. I don't care about your brands. I don't care about your service techs. I care about all that, but only to the extent that they drive, ca they drive cash out of the business. So that's number one. Number two is the consistency or the reliability of that. A company that's consistently growing at a slower pace is way more worth more than one that's going up and down. Because if I buy your company, I don't know if next month is next year is going to be the one you're going to hit the down cycle. So I want to show consistency of growth. And then rate of growth is the third determinant of valuation. The faster you're growing, the more consistent you're growing, and the size of your profitability will be the three key factors that drive. So if I'm a business owner and I want to increase the value of my business, what am I doing to drive those? And then the fourth thing I didn't mention is the mix of your business. The recurring revenue, how much, bit, how much cash will I receive next year if I stop doing projects today? And that's what investors want to know. What is that safety net of going without a project-based business? And that drives valuation in, in, immensely. Oh, very helpful. One of the things that I've heard in the past that has um, derailed some uh, deals is something called due diligence. Could you kind of explain what that is and why you can run into trouble? That's a great question. So there's four primary areas of due diligence uh, that, that run into people. Number one is the financial due diligence. You have to have good financial records that have uh, preferably uh, audited financial statements, at least reviewed financial statements, because the first thing an investor is going to do is come in and do something called a quality of earnings, a QOE report. And they're going to make sure that your financials are as you represent them to be going back for a period of time, because that's what they're going to use to forecast. So having rock solid financials, often we play games with our financials um, for many purposes. Um, and those will not, not pass the investor time. So a deal that looked really good can fall apart on financial due diligence. Legal due diligence is the second one nobody likes to deal with, but you need to make sure that you have clear and free ownership of all the assets you claim in your business and the customer contracts, and they aren't being able to be voided on change of control, that you have that your employment agreements aren't creating uh, a risk for the business. So legal due diligence can be surprisingly uh, a thorny path to navigate as you go through it. Uh, third is your operational due diligence. All of your policies around your, how do you run your business and how, what is the operations uh, and sustainability uh, of your business? And then fourth would be tax due diligence. What kind of liabilities have you created on and risk have you created going forward with your business? So those are the four key uh, due diligence, often they get segmented into smaller ones as a, that can derail the sale of a really good business. Well, you've given me an awful lot to think about today. Uh, I appreciate your time. Thanks very much. Thank you. It's always, I love talking about this. So thank you for letting we'll me. We'll do it again. Okay. Take care. Bye.